first podcast episode. I'm here with my partner, Big Hilly, and this podcast is called... That Song On You. Yep, and uh, in the back, we got uh, our cameraman uh, working the mixer, uh, Ace. What's up, what's up? And, uh, you know, it's the first episode, so I feel like we should introduce ourselves, you know what I'm saying? We gotta let people know. Um, do you want to start off? So, I'm Hillary. You guys could call me Hilly. Big Hilly Baby, whatever you're comfortable with. And I was born to a Dominican family, and I'm obviously from Rhode Island. Santo Domingo, just aside. Just like my cousin here. You already know. Um, and uh, I also was uh, born, well, I was born in uh, Dominican Republic, and I uh, came down here, you know, I was four years old. And, um, you know, it's been cool. You know, I've been going to school at URI, so shout out to URI. Anybody that goes to URI that's watching this, you already know. And um, in the back, we got uh, my our little cousin, Ace. What's up, yo? I'm 19. You know, about to graduate high school June 15th hey. today. We're getting yeah, lit. Let's yeah, go, yeah. Dominicana. Yeah. Let's go. You already know. Securing right. the diploma. Facts, facts. It's a diploma, people. Um, so it's our first episode. And, you know, basically this podcast is going to be dope because we're just going to talk about just a bunch of different stuff, like from um, different topics. Um, Things that are hot at the moment. Right. Fashion. Yeah, fashion. It's, it's, it's going to be, like, dope because we're going to be talking about a lot. Because she's into fashion, and I'm into a lot of, like, music, so hip-hop. So you're going to be hearing a lot of stuff like that. So hopefully you enjoy the content. And, um, so, yeah, we're going to start off uh, with the first topic. So something that I would love to talk about is double standards. Because as a woman, I feel like <laughs> I deal with them a lot. Having male cousins, you know, people that I was interested in. It just, it's something that needs to be discussed. Okay. So, like, uh, how so? Like, do you, are you talking about, like, on, like, with the fact that men are able to do certain things and uh, women are not able to do certain things? Like, for example, like, if a guy dates multiple women, that guy's seen as cool, you know, saying he's dope, he's the shit. And then if, like, women date multiple guys. She's a slut. She's a slut. She she's a hoe. doesn't care about herself. Right, right. Yeah, that's corny because I feel like. Like we're humans. At the end of the day, we shouldn't be disrespecting people. We shouldn't be lying to them. You know, if you're involved with somebody and you're letting them know, you know, your honest feelings, like you're not looking for something serious and that you want to be involved with other people, cool. But don't like have that same energy towards a woman. If a woman's being honest with you and letting you know that she wants to do the same exact thing that you're doing, I feel like you're being a hypocrite if you're going to call her out of your name, you know? And I feel like it's society's fault because exactly, they make men feel like the man when they do it. And then when a woman does it, they get shamed. It shouldn't be that way. That's annoying. Nah, I agree with you. It, it, it could be, it could be really annoying, but it's like, I don't know if I want to date a girl that's dating multiple guys. I don't want to date a man that's dating multiple women because I feel like True. if I'm taking, like, if I'm taking you seriously, if I'm cutting men off for you, yeah. like you should do the same thing or you're going to see the, you're going to see the door. Cause mm. I don't know, like. I understand that people, you know, want to enjoy their single life and that's cool, but don't be here attacking a woman when she wants to enjoy her single life because she's doing what you're doing, but you're just a man. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, exactly. I don't know. I think double standards are whack. Like, I can't. You know what it is? I, I feel like it's, uh, it's men, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just have ego. It's, it's crazy how much, like, our ego, like, affects who we are and whatnot. And, like... What you gonna call it? Like, for example, a guy that sleeps with multiple women, he's gonna feel like he's the shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Realistically though, like from my standpoint, I feel like if you're involved with somebody else and you're sleeping with mm -hmm. multiple women, you're a slime, but. What about if you're mm, single though? If you're single, I personally feel like if that's what you want to do, that's your prerogative, you know? But if a woman's doing it, that's the problem. Like we shouldn't attack her. Like she's doing exactly what you're yeah. doing. She just has a vagina. And for some reason, I feel like men get intimidated by women who do that. Like, I don't know, I feel like men don't like what they dish out sometimes yeah because like you said you know like since a man looks like you know like he gets girls like the player like i don't know people have respect towards that but like you said i do feel like it does come from like a male's perspective yeah, that it's, it's they, all about their ego. ego it's ego so it is it's ego because like once you break a man's ego he's not like the same person you know what i'm saying he's gonna act a certain way He's gonna be different. Whereas, like, if you build up his ego, like, you know how girls like talk of guys and whatnot. The problem is though, when you do that with men, sometimes I feel like they get so gassed up, they get big headed that yeah. they kind of end up make they end up playing you because like or they not have, being themselves either. They, they don't. They're not themselves at that point. You know exactly. I mean? In a way, I guess it's experiences that morph us all. Yeah. So I guess you can't really be upset, but I just feel like the energy should be reciprocate reciprocated, and I feel like I don't know. Double standards are stupid. Tell me, like, this is stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if a woman wants to do as she pleases, let her be. Right. If a man wants to do as he pleases, let him be as mm -hmm. well. And, like, as long as he's not disrespecting anybody or if she's not being disrespectful, as long as there's honesty, I feel like that's key. Yeah. And if the person that they're involved with is into that, okay, like, that's on them. I just feel like regardless if you're a bad person, man or a woman, like, I don't know. No, I, I I know what she you're saying. I know what it. you're coming from, but it's just like, like I said, with the ego thing, it's like men don't want a girl that's been with multiple guys. You know what I'm saying? It kind of like it, it, it bothers you. You know what I'm saying? Well, as a man, it bothers you. It bothers women too when they're talking and interested to a guy that he's talking to other women because but you like, know why they're talking to other women. They want attention. Yeah. And you know, one thing leads to another. Like as a woman, like we have feelings as well. I feel like it shouldn't be that way. But like I said whatever floats your boat like it is what it is i just feel like that needs to go like what's the point of that like people are gonna do what they want to do regardless right people aren't gonna care because i feel like you know it's 2018 i feel like people are kind of being more comfortable with who they are now with like sexuality and stuff like that with sexuality mm -hmm. with their personality with what they want to do you know i feel like people are kind of finding that freedom and that balance you know like People don't really care. Like, it's not back in the day anymore. I feel like our problem was we let it slide too much and we attack women too much on what they should be doing and what they should not be doing when we should correct men too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Women aren't perfect, but I feel like men get away with murder and that's mm -hmm. an issue because look, they kind of get babied in a way. Yeah. And women have egos as well. Like, I don't know. Like, we're all human. Like, we have feelings. Like, it's all about respect and kindness. Like, Mm, nah, that's how I feel. I feel you. It's just it's it's just a lot that goes uh it just sucks it's, it's like this, you know what I'm saying, where um men are able to do certain things and then these women are not able to do what they can what what men can do, you know what I'm saying? It's just it, it is what it is. It's, it's sadly that's the sad thing about it and it's a lot of pressure on on you guys and it's, it sucks because like for example with society or just social media in general um definitely vicious. Yeah, social media is vicious on women, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's body type or makeup or how you look and this and that, it's just like, it's and crazy. And that's why people flex and they're not themselves on social media because of, like, the attacks. But I feel like as you get more comfortable with yourself mm -hmm. 
And as you grow, you take that with you and you start to realize that that stuff doesn't matter. And what's important is if you're comfortable with yourself, if you know you're more knowledgeable on certain topics and happiness too, like all that other stuff will fall into place only if you're willing to put in the work. You know what I mean? So in general, all that stuff ends up not mattering. You know, like as long as you're true to yourself is what matters. You know what I mean? It's just, it's hard. Nowadays, I feel like no one's really themselves. Like people act certain ways on social media and then like when you see them in person or talk to them in person it's like a whole different person which is it's a like problem. it's like catfishing you know what i'm saying like a lot of people personality are catfishing fishing, definitely yeah. like personality fishing right there hashtag, hashtag. people hashtag that for real <laughs> people care too much though like i don't know i guess within times things like that get better and yeah. you start realizing social media isn't your life and that I don't know, there's much things that are like more than social media. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, there's opportunities out there. You could secure the bag, like yeah, you could build definitely. your network out there, but people don't use it in that way. They want right. clout. Like right. that's what I'm against, but it's almost like people are using it as like a virtual reality where like they're getting away from re- reality. And, and they get like I don't know, they get this type of feeling from like likes and messages. Yeah. Like they like that attention. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like that attention makes people do certain things for clout. It makes you feel good. Exactly. Like, like, not like I'm pretty sure we are like you too. Like you get a couple of likes on a picture, you know what I'm saying? You feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? You feel like I wouldn't say accomplished something, but like it's just something. Like as like for example, like when you get a text and you hear that little thing, you know what I'm saying? Like it's something that notifies you that like I, You're getting attention. It's yeah, that exactly. attention. Acknowledgement, yeah. So it's crazy. So like, how do you feel about like text versus talking? Are you more of a, let's say you're talking to a guy. Are you more of like, you rather talk to this guy on the phone or would you rather text him? So me personally, I don't know. I feel like when I was in, um, I would say middle school, I used to enjoy talking on the phone because I feel like social media wasn't that like crazy and it wasn't as advanced as it is now. Do you remember three-way? Yeah, three Back was lit, but people were horrible with that. They would be quiet and oh, let yeah, you talk yeah. to, like, blow up some spots and find out some info. So people Hell would be yeah. scheming, but it was lit. But no, I feel like back in the day, I felt more comfortable with talking on the phone. But mm-hmm. I feel like now, since Everything's we don't really so have fast that, pace. it's fast paced, but we don't have time. Like, we're working or yeah. we're at school. I feel like there's no time to talk on the phone, so we're going to text. Mm-hmm. Me personally, though, I like that one on one thing. Or, like, if we're going to hang out in a group, like, do something fun, like, Same. I'm very personable. But me personally, if I'm involved with you, I want to know, like, what you're doing. Like, if you're alive, if you're okay. Like, I like we should be consistent. Like, consistency to me is so important. Because, right. like, if you're not going to be consistent and if you're going to be distant, I want nothing to do with you. And you can't get upset if there's another person who's, like, getting my attention. You right. know what I mean? But I know we get busy. Like, life happens. So I don't really take it personal. And there'll be days where I don't feel like hitting anyone up. Because, you know, like, I enjoy time to myself. But I agree. There's going to be days where, hey, like, you're going to want to see what that person's up to. You're going to want to make plans. Like, you're going to want to see them. You know what I mean? Like, communication is definitely key. You need that. No, I know what you're saying. Like, there's, there's days where, like, um, multiple people will be, like, hitting me up. And it's just like, yo, I'm not even trying to text. Like, No, I feel I you. Just, I just don't feel the need to want to text. You know what I'm saying? And it sucks that, like, especially when you're talking or having a conversation with somebody and you're texting the whole time. It kind of takes away, like, I guess, like, the real true feeling of that. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know who this person really is. You know what I'm saying? So, in a way, that kind of makes the person lose their touch since it's just all virtual and not, like, in person. Right. But the problem is, like, I feel like people get busy. In a way, I understand you, though. If that's what it all, like, if it's only texting, then, Mm -hmm. yeah, that does lose its touch. But 
I don't know, I feel like if you're into somebody, like, you have to be consistent and like you're gonna have to text sometimes or like FaceTime. You have to FaceTime and I don't know, do virtual things. But I feel like if that's something that you're not into anymore, make plans with the person to see them. Like set up a date, get unique. Like, I don't know, be creative. I feel like people get too turned off quickly rather than make an effort to like, you know, keep things spicy. Yeah, I feel like everything is like mad uh, generic. You know what I'm saying? No one's really getting creative with, like, for example, dates and shit like yeah. that. It's like, you know, it's the Netflix and chill, yeah, like, that or like movies and shit like that. It's like movies are cool though, cause yeah, like you know you're dressing up, looking good for the other person. It's the perfect person. like icebreaker. But I know what, what you mean. Like people should be more open and do like that little paint bar wine tasting thing. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah that's there's stuff like good. that. Go out for brunch, like yeah. discover things in Boston. Go to a museum, like do fun Ooh. things. But people get discouraged, and I feel like people are too quick like once they get what they want they kind of dispose the person mm -hmm. rather than keep things spicy like i said do you think it's like kind of like society's fault on that point because like everything's so fast food you know what i'm saying like i don't mean that literally like everything's fast food but like it's so fast paced you know what i'm saying music whether it's like going to work technology is like very fast paced like we're not going to be patient when our like internet's going slower like our wi-fi is not connecting i feel like it's society but i feel like People get way too, um, they get, they indulge themselves in it too much. I feel like we're all our own person. So if we're into somebody or not even into relationships, but friendships too, like there's a balance in life, like do things to have fun and like, mm -hmm. let that person know that like you care about them, that you hope they're okay. Do little things with them. Like, I don't know. You can't be distant. Like don't have someone putting in all the effort when you could also make an effort to think of plans like that's what it's about i feel like me you know me, me being a you know guy and shit i feel like a lot of the times a lot of these girls that i've uh, talked to or in the past i feel like i'm the one initiating a lot of the effort i feel the same thing even in friendships i feel like mm -hmm. i'm always the ones going the ones Above i feel like beyond. i feel like i'm the one going out of my way to text you so we can make plans and i feel like it should be 50 50. Right. you shouldn't have somebody doing everything you no, know what i mean right. it goes both ways so i feel you on that i feel yeah. the same exact way it's just it's crazy because like like i said like a lot of like the girls that i've talked to it's always me doing doing the most you know what i'm saying and it's like it's as a guy personally it's nice to see that this person's also putting in this type of effort and not just me only no of course it's 50 50 right or like 100 100 like you shouldn't be the one carrying the load that's right. not fair but i don't know i feel like people are just lazy sometimes too it could just be like you guys aren't compatible which is okay that's right. when you move on to the next and you find somebody that you're able to click with mm -hmm. and that you're able to go half and half on things because that's what it's about it should never be a one person thing because that's yeah. where things fall apart all right so today's a very special day it's today dominican's is, um, mother's day today's dominican mother's day and um what you get your mom today so i haven't gave it to her yet but my mom's very into skincare so me and my sister are gonna go have these and we're gonna get her um like a chemical peel yeah. so pretty much what a chemical peel is it's pretty much the process of shedding your skin to be exposed to like fresh new skin, but it's a heck of a process. It gets nasty. I need to get on like that wave of like taking care of my skin a lot better. Cause I feel like 
I just want to have full skin, you know what I'm saying? I feel like during the wintertime, my skin is horrible just because, like, it's so hard to... It gets dry. Yeah, it's so hard to keep up with, like, the winter and whatnot. But, like, during the summer, it's a lot easier. The only problem I have is probably, like, it gets a little bit oily. But, you know, that's not too hard to fix up. What yeah. would you say, like, for someone that has oily skin, like, what, what, what can I do, you know what I'm saying? So, what you're trying to target is your oiliness. So, pretty much, you just need um a toner that's going to mattify your skin. Yeah. And then after the toner, you have to get a serum because you want your skin to be hydrated, too. You don't want it to be too oily. And in the summer, like you said, it won't get as dry as it is in the winter. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but I suffered from flakes. I would say I have combination skin, but what I do is I do that. And you need a lotion that would mattify your skin. So you have like, you know, nice looking skin that's not dry. Exfoliating too is important because you want to like get rid of those dead skin cells. And you know, have that fresh look. But you have nice skin. You just, Appreciate you need it. your routine that'll work for you. Yeah. Now I feel like it's hard to keep up with the routine, but it's also so costly. Like so much money that goes into like taking care of yourself. And like, it's just so much. Like I'm not saying like... Like, I'm, I'm balling on a budget. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, same. You know what I'm like, we're college students. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, there's times where, like, I want to be able to take care of myself, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I can't because I got to sacrifice this for that, you know what I'm saying? So, it just sucks. I mean, you just have to remember that you have to take care of yourself as well. You have to invest in your skin because I feel like that's, like, the layout of everything about you. Like, you're, like... Skin matters. No, like, I agree. It's like you're the first impression to everything. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But there's things that you... Like, there's alternatives. Like, you could get things for cheap. Like, Amazon has great items. Yeah. You just have to do your research and your homework on, like, the ingredients and, like, the company as a whole. If it's reliable. If it's, it's a lot of work. safe. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but it's worth work. it. No, I feel you. It, it's definitely worth it if you want, like, good quality skin. But, um, back to the topic of, like, today. You know what I'm saying? Today is Dominican Mother's Day. And, um... Honestly, I didn't give my mom anything. I'm going to be honest. But I do plan on taking her out to eat. Good. That's my, my goal. I it's feel like... Kinda, I've been busy today. It sucks. And the weather's been kind of trash today. So, it, you know, it's just been a lot. But I'm definitely going to take her out to eat. You know, take her out somewhere special and see how that goes. Better late than never. True, true. So, like, let's talk about, like, how Dominican moms are. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of, like... Uh, people that are watching our, our podcast and um, you know, they're probably Dominican as well and I'm pretty sure they can find a lot of stuff that they can relate to <laughs> you know what I'm saying so like for example have you guys ever had a situation where your mom doesn't let you out at a certain time I'm pretty sure that's a lot of people but I mean like <laughs> <laughs> I'm 22 and I still deal with this every at day at a certain age you know what I'm saying like right now like I'm 22 and like my mom like always gives a, gives me a fit about like going out too late or Same. having to be back at a certain time like why is that like why are Dominican parents so hard on us like I that? know it seems very annoying in the moment because we want to have fun we want to enjoy our summer like our freedom but the problem with our parents is they watch way too much Primer Impacto <laughs> And they get way too worried about the bad that'll happen. And I feel like they just, they're just scared that something bad will happen to us, which I understand because if I had a child, I would probably want to keep my child locked up at all times because it's an ugly world out there. Like, I feel them, but life is life. You can't stop it from happening, especially when your child is not a child, is an adult at 22 years old. And don't get me wrong, like, our moms are there for us. They provide us with the love, support, and, you know, 
money yeah. that we that. need, but they kind of do force it. Like my mom, yeah. <laughs> she'll literally call me every five minutes to make sure I'm okay. She'll question me 24 seven when I'll be back home, which is kind of extra, but I appreciate that because mm. not a lot of parents care about their children. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I appreciate that. Like with my mom, it's more like, uh, let's say like I tell her like, hey, I'm going out, I'm going out tonight. And she'll ask me, like, right, where are you going, right? So like most of the time I'm not gonna answer. Just I, I just you can't that. be like that I just though. Do that to like get on my mom's nerve. I just do it just to get on her nerve because I know it like it bothers her and like just to do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't be like him. But obviously I eventually tell her, and um so I'll be like I right, I'm going to um this this place and, and that and then she'll like keep questioning me like keep asking questions like oh, okay who are you going with and then I'll be like oh my god like I already told you where I'm going now you want to know this and then I'll tell her that and then she'll just keep asking serious questions and I understand like she cares but it's like sometimes like yo like just let me be but and she knows that but she's your mom she's gonna want to be on you she's gonna want to be in the know at all times you just have to have patience like she's had patience with you like bringing you up because it's not easy raising a child well you have a brother it's not easy raising two men you know so yeah. you kind of have to be sympathetic and empathetic you kind of have to hear her out and just keep your composure like i know it seems annoying but you just have to like remember that's your mom and like she cares she's gonna nag you even if it seems annoying you have to just deal with it have respect for her and move on go on with your day because regardless you're 22 she's not gonna stop you I feel you're like, not doing anything inappropriate you know right. you know that so i feel like dominican parents or spanish parents just have no clue what space is like they give you no types of space like whether it's like barging into your room you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> all day every day her. like you know like a lot of like certain parents they'll probably like knock on the door or like they'll just try to call you out before they even try to barge into your space but there's no such thing as space with like Spanish or privacy. No such thing. But realistically, you're under their roof, their rules. The, the, yeah. What's the so thing? they pay the bills. Yeah. The same well, as like, oh, you can't do anything until like you actually leave the house. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you're 50. If you're living under your parents' roof, it's you their rules probably. forever. That's yeah. it. And in a way, I feel them like it's kind of their space. But I feel like we do deserve our privacy as well. But they're gonna barge in our rooms. They're gonna want to stay in the know. Like yeah. <laughs> they created us. They don't care. So like, like, like I said, like we mentioned earlier in the beginning, um, we got a little uh, younger cousin. He's uh, 19 years old, and um, so bro, like, tell me how. Like I'm 22, she's 22, so it's a lot. Maybe you know it's a lot different for us. But like, how do you feel about your mom right now at this current stage? You're the youngest though. Like your mom yeah. probably eased up on you. I feel like the but, middle child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, per personally, my mom was a strict one. Other other moms aren't like how my mom is, but yeah. she's really strict. I have three brothers, actually. One has lent a lot of kids. The other one made some bad choices, and I'm the third one. And I feel like my mom kind of eased up. After, like, my brothers gave her, like, a hard time, she was just like, I'm just let him do what he does. Because she probably, like, keeping him in the house too much probably kept him in, like, a yeah. cage. You feel me? Like, you're a tiger, and you're trying to get out and shit. <laughs> I feel you. But, yeah, my I'm mom eased up on me. You feel me? Like, I can do what I want, but there's to a certain extent where you just have to respect your mom at all times. And I had to understand that. Yes. No, that's that's true. Like it, I feel like I don't know about you, but I'm gonna go back to like kind of this gender thing. Like for men, with like a Spanish mom, like I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm a man. So I feel like when she comes at me at a certain way, you know, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? And I understand she's my mom, but like 
ego. I, Turn bro, off your ego. It's your mom. I feel you, but it's like, <laughs> like once again, like let me be me. I'm the type of person where like I rather, I rather like learn from my lessons than have, like obviously our parents are here to like. They're gonna us. look out for you right. regardless. They're here to guide us. But like sometimes you just gotta let your your son or daughter. Um, you have to set them free, like out right. into the real world. You can't learn. lock them down. Right. I feel let you. Let them learn from their lessons. You know what I'm saying? Because that at the end of the day, that's that's growth. That's know? growth, and you can't control what happens on their lives. Cause like they're gonna be in school, and you're not gonna be there 24 seven. Like you do have to let people learn from their experiences, cause it's gonna mold them and it's gonna let them grow. I agree with you, but you know, their parents, they're gonna have that instilled. Yeah that oh don't do this don't do that yeah so when you get into a situation one day you know you could think back and be like okay so my parents made it a thing to not do this you know like my decision is on me at the end of the day but they want you to make the right one obviously and by right i mean like the ethical one one that wouldn't put you in danger or like humiliate you you know your parents want the best for you like i know it seems annoying but you know you have to just respect that because like i said there's a lot of parents who aren't parents they're you know supportive of their kids for like the tax money yeah they don't really care and i've seen that and it's very sad to look at and i appreciate my parents every day because they're not perfect but they definitely are there for me do you feel like the way your parents like teach you or the way your parents treat you right now do you feel like you're gonna be a whole different type of parent when you have kids because like I definitely feel, i feel personally like the way my mom is like i like i, I love my mom but like uh you know she's kind of controlling and like i feel like when i become a parent i'm gonna be more open-minded to certain things definitely open-minded very controlling on my kids you know what i'm saying obviously you gotta have a your, balance right exactly because your kids will step all over you if you try to be their best right. friend which right. is what our parents are afraid of and that's why they're so controlling. Mm-hmm. I feel you going. But yeah, it's just like, like you said, a balance. And I feel like you just got to have the, you got to be, you know, a, the authority, but then also be their friend. Because then at the, there's certain times where like you want to discuss something with your parent and you don't know if you can come to them because you don't, you're not sure if they'll understand that. Cause they'll because they'll be quick to shut you down because exactly. they don't want you doing certain things, you know? Right. So it's kind of, me personally going through that like i feel like i I wouldn't want that for you know any of my kids which is great like you have to be supportive but i feel like you definitely need like a specific ratio like probably 70 percent authoritative and i feel like 30 percent friendship because i feel like if you're way too friendly they're gonna take advantage of that i know that you don't want to ever picture that your child will take advantage Mm -hmm. of you but they're gonna be like oh yeah i could do whatever i want like my parents, my friends, so let me see how far I could get away with it. Exactly. They're going to be like, how far could I get? So I feel like, in a way, you can't be too strict because that's going to create sneaky kids. Yeah. But like I said, you definitely have to play more of a parent role, but it's all about balance. That's basically it for that topic. So, you know, shout out to all uh, Dominican moms out there. We love you. Facts. We do love you all. And, uh, you know, the Dominican mommies, you know, shout out to y'all. But, um... On to the next topic. I wanted to talk to you about, uh, I don't know if you watched it, the J. Cole and Little Pump interview. So I literally watched like halfway because it was way too long and my phone was dying, but yeah. it was pretty, like it was, it was, cool. it was cool, it was needed. You know, I felt, yeah, I seen a meme on it, right? And like it talked about how like, it just showed like all the awkward moments of the interview. 
because like little pump man like he's very like he's dense antisocial antisocial and dense and he's very he doesn't have substance but he was kind of trying but yeah j cole was definitely like the one going harder but i feel like j cole is more involved he's more educated and he's not a vegetable right no disrespect to Lil pump but (laughs) your boy was literally there just just grunting and just not really getting to the point like j cole do you think you should have been like lean or some shit because like you keep hearing like the the like the slurp and the ace or do you think it's like do do you think this is really Lil pump or do you think this is just a gimmick like a facade yeah like he's he had to be that because if not if he let's say if uh little pump right he just sat there and he was like and he sounded mad sophisticated and like actually had like a real genuine conversation with j cole do you think his fans are still gonna fuck with him personally i feel like if you're a true fan you should still rock with somebody if they're being honest to themselves mm-hmm. because me personally people like to get to the top doing stupid things but if you're a fan of them and if they decide to be the real them, you should support them regardless. Like you're pretty much along with other people, you're the reason why they got up there. Right. To like the position they're at now. Like with that girl Lil Tay, like I guess that wasn't her. Like yeah. her yeah. career was kind of orchestrated. Yeah. People were at, like real, like when real shit ha- was happening to her, like that, like you could just see like, all right, this was just a gimmick. Exactly. And, like, but when, no, it's okay. Like her, hers was extreme though. Like I feel like Lil Pump, like the way he acts, it's stupid, but it wasn't as extreme as Lil Tay. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he would have lost a following. Like people would have been like, wow, like I wasn't expecting that at all. Like it kind of would have been nice to kind of kill those perceptions of him. You know what I mean? I feel the thing is like, I don't know if you heard about, um, damn, what's his name? white dude he's a he's a white kid uh he did like drill rapping do you remember do you know who i'm talking about uh slim jesus slim jesus yes that's him uh so yeah like at first like when he first came on the scene and like he did like this whole drill rapping and whatnot people like oh you're like is this kid like being for real like is he really about this and then like come to find out he has interviews and like he talks about like yo like this ain't really me i'm just doing it just to make money you know what I'm saying? And then off of that, like, everybody... He fell off? Yeah. Like, nobody was fucking with him. So, the like, problem is, though, his song was trash. Like, I personally felt like Lil Pump's song... It's catchy. Just like 6 9 Like, his songs are catchy. But Slim Jesus, me personally, his stuff didn't bump. So, I feel like that's why he fell off. Personally, Big Hilly, I think that that Slim Jesus song went hard. And I think he really blew up on just one song. Just like 6 no. 9 blew up on his song. The energy that he brought into the song made the song. So it was just like... like, I wouldn't say like he blew up like, oh shit, like... He did go viral because of that track. I agree with you You guys, but... For a facade, you know what I'm saying? It's like like that saying, like, fake it till you make it, you know what I'm saying? No, definitely. And it works for people. It is. And it's crazy because like a lot of people are not being themselves and it kind of goes back to like the social that media, social media thing talk where, like, we were talking yeah like where like people are not being themselves on social media because like they feel like their their real selves aren't gonna be the thing that attracts people to them you know what i'm saying like you have to be fake and you have to act a certain way for people to get attracted to you and Which, it's crazy i could see that because i just feel like that's kind of the way society made it to be like we like making bad people famous like that artist bad baby like she is bad news as in she disrespected her mother to get to the top and she continues to be disrespectful and people seem to like i don't know they feed into negative negative energy it shouldn't be that way we should be promoting positive things that'll help our community but 
people seem not to like that. They think it's comedy. It always gets like dismissed because like, like you can have like somebody talk about even J Cole shit. gets dismissed. I agree with you. Nice John J J Fish. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he blew up off of nothing. Oh, that fish. Nah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah. Fish, yeah. yeah he's, he's trash. But like, like it kind of goes back to like that thing where it's like the real shit doesn't get viewed as much, whereas so many people love the negative shit. You know what I'm saying? Because right. people feed it into that, and they like people making fools out of themselves. Like people don't really support that. They are like, what's that saying? We're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you. Yeah. But it gets them to where they want to be. So in a way, it works for their favor and it works for the entertainment purposes because people are getting entertained and then that person's getting the bag. Like, they're getting money. They're getting the recognition they want. Like, it, it works. But like you said, it's just the level people are at. Like, they don't want to hear that knowledgeable stuff. Right. Like, nobody, yeah, nobody wants to hear the real shit. And it's like, you kind of have to sit back. Like, if you kind of sit back and reflect on it, these people are getting in the bag. No, are, definitely. Are they, are at they, the end are they of the wrong day. for this, though? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, at the end of the day, you're, these people are, are, you know, trying to make a living for themselves and also for their families. You know what I'm saying? And, like, they know what, what's popping. You know what I'm saying? The stupid shit is what's popping. And, like, me as, like, you know, us as, like, third, uh, third-party viewers, you know what I'm saying? Are these people wrong for doing this? Like, yeah, it's wrong, but, like, can you say it's really wrong because they're they're trying to provide you know what i'm saying well none of us are perfect and obviously we need money like we want to get our family out the hood we want to get the nice cars we want the you know name brand clothing like exactly we want to get out of like the situation we're in now but i'm against promoting things that are negative Mm -hmm. so me personally i feel like there's different ways of earning money but i feel like you should definitely focus on what you put out there because i know we're nobody's role models but at the end of the day people are watching that like you do play an influence in other people's lives whether you like it or not like i'm not gonna get famous saying ignorant things that i know are gonna upset other people because it's not true to you you exactly like if it's not true to you that's kind of lame but hey like get it how you live at the end of the day you're getting money like you have a fan base i guess it's working in your favor but like J. Cole said in 1985, people are going to grow out of that and you're going to fall off. Like, that's how life works. It is what it is. True. Things like that get old quick. Exactly. Trends true. get old. People switch. True. Um, so I want to talk about this uh, next topic, right? Um, I don't know if you uh, if you looked at or heard any music from Pusha T. Nah. I heard like some snippets of it, but I'm just against the album cover. Like that's I, what I want to talk about. I don't respect it. So okay, okay. So sort of like what I wanted to talk about was, um, do you think because he he does talk about a lot about like you know his uh his you know, audience is about drugs and yeah, stuff, right? And just like stuff like that. Do you think it was created or it was too far? I feel like there's other ways to be creative. So, yeah, I feel like it was too far because this is literally a woman who... Is no longer living. Exactly. She passed away. Whitney Houston. Exactly. Like, okay, I understand that people make choices and they know that certain things are bad. But at the end of the day, this woman got sick and she she had an addiction. I don't think that's something that you should be glorifying. I don't care if Kanye West paid 85000 to, like, have permission to use it. It's wrong. Like... I don't think certain things are worth money. You know what I mean? Right, I feel right. like people care too much about getting the attention. Getting that, the it, attention. It, it grab people's attention. Like definitely, a, it's controversial. Yeah. So definitely, like people are gonna be like, "Yo, like he's dope for that." But in reality, it's crazy. Cause let's say if 
Somebody would have sniped a picture of Kim Kardashian getting robbed and they would have used that oh, talking about video. crime or robbery in a snippet of their music video too even. Kanye West is gonna get real mad, so I feel like he's a hypocrite. Um, I disagree with it 100%. I feel like he could have like captured different images of what he wants to, you know, speak about in his album. Exactly, like there's bandos and like drug dealers and gangs and stuff that I'm sure that like he could have used a picture of. I felt like that was way too far. I agree, I agree. It, it was a little too far, but also like me personally as like a artist and like with anything I do, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was kind of creative to, to a certain point because like it showed, <laughs> I know you're looking at me crazy, but like to me, I felt like it was kind of creative that the fact that, that he used that and like when he used it, went through what she went through. But the thing is where, here's where, where, where I kind of, I'm against it because I feel like Pusha T, yeah, he's talking about a lot of drug influences, but I don't think he's talking about it in like, because I, I, I'm gonna be honest, I listen to the album, so I'm not sure, but like, from like the snippets I heard, I don't think he's talking about it from like um, a consequence uh, point of view. So like you do this and this is what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Then I, I'd probably see like, okay, it's created. But it's even more cornier that he's getting a picture that's not, like it's involved with drugs, but it's not involved with the message he's trying to put out. So that's why it's just like me personally, what's creative is when you're able to put a project together that relates to what you're speaking of. Not to put something because you know it's going to capture people's attention because it's controversial. Yeah. But people are into that stuff. Like, what could I do? Like, it happened, you know? Mm. I understand what you mean, though, like, with creativity. I feel like there's other ways to be creative. Yeah. No, I, I, you know? I, I know what you're saying. So, uh, the next topic thing I was kind of going to go into, it segues perfectly into it. Um, Drake dissing uh, Pusha T. I mean, he deserved it. He came for Drake out of nowhere in that track. I think it's like infrared, right? Yeah. yeah. Where he like mentioned Quentin, like that happened years ago. Like, mm -hmm. why are you trying to get something from the past and revive that type of energy again? Like, I, I just love how Drake, the way how like he the way he moves is so like it's so like oh man, what's the word like it's so planned out. You know what I'm saying? Like marketing. Planned, yeah, it's, it's planned out so perfectly to like. The point where like how he brings up the point about his wife and like I feel like it's like it's so calculated and it's like done to like a T, you know what I'm saying? It's almost it's like almost like in a battle style, uh freestyle. I don't know if you ever watched those battle styles, like definitely like yeah, with Cassie so like, and yeah, Joel Santana. Exactly. So it's like almost just like that. Like cause it looks like he cause he's he's big on he has a lot of influence on that, you know what I'm saying? Like he watches those, he never obviously doesn't do it, but I'm sure that Drake looks at these uh battle raps. And like takes like little bits and pieces from it and uses it whenever he's dissing somebody. And what I love most about it is like Drake never responds off like a tweet. Like he's always responding. He goes off to the phone. studio. Exactly. So that's why I fucks about. Uh, that's why I like about that. And um, Pusha T. Um, I feel like Pusha T. Kind of used his name to kind of get up. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Cause... It's like this whole good music wave is like to use people's names to try to like big themselves up. To you know? build their ratings up, to have people tune in because too, like we were saying, people like when people are against each other, mm -hmm. like it makes things interesting. Like people feed into like negativity. Exactly. Right. Like I know that we like competition and stuff, but it is negative. Like people like that more than unity. No, nah, agree. But I guess it keeps things interesting. But I agree with you. Like yeah. Drake is great. He knows what he's doing. Like, right. I appreciate. I appreciate it from like a. Uh, 
from a hip hop standpoint like that, they're coming at each other, you know what I'm saying, with bars. It's not like no like for example I don't know if you know about it, but like six nine and trippy red, like they just Twitterfingers and like yeah, Instagram. So talk. talk. It's no nobody's rapping anything, it's just all talk. It's not hip hop. Like right. people should go to the studio and release this energy. I agree with you one hundred percent. Like right. keep it interesting the hip hop way, not for social media, like And then um how do you feel, like, obviously Drake is uh, coming up on dropping his uh, next album, Scorpion. How do you feel about, he just recently dropped, I don't know if you listened to it, his new single. You listened to it? Oh, um, not nice for what, right? No, no, not that one. Uh, that one's one of his singles. Uh, his newest single, man, I forgot the name of it. It's called... Um, not the diss, right? Nah, it's not the diss. It's a, it's a newer one. I don't think I listened to it. Man, hold up. Let me look on my phone. You, you got it? It's like it's a new song and it's not this it's like a new it's another single. And um I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm, I'm gonna look it up. But yeah, like Drake's like album, I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like views was a disappointment. His last album wasn't too bad, like it, it was like a vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm upset. That's the the song. Was it a good song? I ain't feeling it. I nice feel like what was nice, but this one, I ain't feeling it. The problem with Drake is that he's not letting us miss him. Like, he's constantly dropping new projects. I feel like things are better when you take a little time for it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because I know that there's a lot of people who take yeah. a long time yeah. and they drop their album and it ends up being very underwhelming. Like, I love Frank Ocean, but I feel like he could have done better than Blonde. Right. But I feel like the problem is people build a huge hype and... They decide to take a long, long, long break. It does, because I don't know. I feel like when you're hot is when you should be releasing stuff. Mm -hmm. Great things do take time, but, you know, there's like a ticking time bomb. Like, there's going to be newcomers that blow you out of the water that it's going to be hot at that moment. You know, I feel like you should definitely take advantage of your talent at the time when you're hot. No, I agree with you. Like, I feel like Drake, he, he feels that, to me personally, I feel like Drake feels that he has to flood the market with all his music just to stay relevant. Because if he doesn't, then he's not going to be as relevant if he does. And in a way, that's kind of true. But people need to not care about that kind of stuff. Like, if you're the greatest, it'll be known. Don't drop all your eggs in a basket because you're setting yourself up with failure. Mm-hmm. Kind of like putting all that extra stuff out. Because in a way, like, I do listen to Future's music, but he was putting mixtapes left and right. And I feel like... Yeah. You kind of get lost in there and not in a good way. You get lost in the sauce and like you're going to have so many singles. People aren't going to be like, yo, that was a classic. Like you can't put too much stuff out. It's like a surplus, like in a bad way with music. You kind of have to work with it. Like tease, like you got to tease your fans, like here's some music and then kind of go away for a little bit. And then like your fans are going to be like, oh, yo, where's like this music that, you know, you said that you would drop this and exactly. that. And then that's when you hit them with like whatever. Exactly. Like drop your heat and take your time with it. Cause it shows if you took like 25 minutes in the booth to put like your album or your mixtape together. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I know people like sucky music, but there's people that enjoy great things. Like, I don't know. Great things take time. No, I agree. It is what it is. I feel like uh, it's just everything's just so fast food. And the same thing with music. Everything is done quick. You know what I'm saying? It's Beats not like how made, it was back in the yeah, day, you're right? Beats are made on a computer. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can record anywhere. You can record on your phone. You can record exactly. on a subway taking a bus. Like, exactly. it's just portable now. It's easy. But then again, it takes away it takes away from, like, the quality of music. Definitely. Um. So, yeah, we got to kind of cap it off right here with... Uh, two things we're going to talk about taylor swift and her uh what she did she basically 
did a remake of um, what's their name? Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire in yeah. that single September she exactly. destroyed in a bad way. Terrible. By the way, <laughs> why is it that? Well, the, uh, also the other person that did sort of like a remake. I don't know how to say her last name, but her name is like Nicole Arbor. I'm guessing. Yeah. And what she did is um, she did a remake of like the woman version of This Is America that Child Childish Gambino did. I couldn't even finish it. <laughs> it to me, honestly, I watched the video and I cringed. I, I don't know. It just it was weird. It wasn't her. I feel like it's acceptable to recreate something if you love it, but I just feel like she was doing it for clout as well. Like I don't know. Like maybe. The trend was this, so it was like, let me take that. Exactly. Yeah. She wanted to hop on the tidal wave that was there, but it's not everybody's calling, and that's what the problem with people is today. They want to hop on everything that's hot rather than stick into what they know. You know, like. But why is it that like? Not to get like to a particular artist, but like white people, they'll take certain things and they'll just mess it up. Like, why is that? Like, why do you, like just like keep let it be? Like, these are classics. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, uh, this is America's new. It's obviously not like classic, but it's it's um, what's the word? Like, it's it's something monumental. You know that's happening in the culture right now. And the fact that you're trying to like let it be. You know what I'm saying? Let it do its thing, and then maybe down the line. Maybe you do like a remake to it. They want to stay in the mix. They want to kind of relate to it as well. So I feel like rather than trying to relate to it, they should try to help because, you know, I don't know who Nicole is, but Taylor Swift is a big artist. Mm -hmm. She should kind of stay in her lane mm -hmm. and I don't know, like promote the culture, but not in her way because that's just not her calling. Like she kind of tried to recreate it, in my opinion, like, because that's not what the song was about. Like she added like a banjo and all that. Like, oh, really? Yeah, you never heard it? No, I haven't heard it. Listen to it. America one, Listen to it and you're going to see if that made you cringe, that's going to make you cringe as well. Like, it just isn't her calling. I feel like you shouldn't try to flip classics like that. Like, yeah. let them be great. Do a tribute, but do it. Like, don't try to make it yours. Like, and that's corny. Your mix. Like, exactly. Be yourself. Right. No, I agree. It's just, it's crazy because I feel like a lot of people are taking off, like, black culture. You know what I'm saying? And it's like... Because in it's reality, cool. it's not cool. People love black culture, but people don't love respecting supporting it, it or respecting respect it. it. No, not at all. Because the other problem that I have personally is non-black people using the N-word. I mean, realistically, no one's going to stop saying it, you know? And like, especially there's white people that say it. They just don't understand that sometimes you kind of do have to stay in your lane. Like, you could respect... Like, you could um be involved in the culture, but have respect for it. Did you... Support it. Don't disrespect it. Don't do things that aren't in your calling. Like, my stay photo, in your lane. My photo cut you off, but did you see the... um Where Kendrick Lamar, he brought up a girl on stage, and then... And she said the N-word yeah, because... multiple times. She was point. pretty much saying, oh, like, you wrote it, and stuff like that. Like, that's the thing. People don't know how to draw the line. Yeah. And I guess people get brought up into thinking that it's okay, but... Yeah. A lot of people were kind of giving, uh, uh, were kind of getting on Kendrick because they felt like it was his fault for even bringing her on stage. And he knows, like, this is a song, you know what I'm saying, that, like, has the N-word all over it. So, do you think it's Kendrick's fault? Realistically, I feel like it's 50-50. Okay. I feel like people should know better than to go on stage and say that word if you're not black. But also, like, maybe Kendrick should have just let it ride and not invite her on because people are going to take advantage of that. People are idiots. They want that attention. Yeah. So I feel like I could see where people would say it's his fault, but she should know better too. Like she's a grown woman. I'm pretty sure like she wouldn't say that to somebody in the streets, you know, like if you're no, not going to say yeah, it right. to somebody in the streets, 
don't, don't say they, it don't keep that same energy exactly because when you get punched in your face like don't be surprised like you can't say that word regardless if black people say it like that's not your calling like there's certain words that we can't say because we don't belong to that group you know like it's a derogatory term but it doesn't give you the right to say it it was something that was used to slander our type of people like you just can't say it that's it it is what it is it's law but like i said people it's not going to stop them it's going to keep happening and there's going to be consequences and they'll see that in the long run so yeah you know that's basically the news for like this week and whatnot and um you know we're gonna wrap it up it was our first episode you know i thought we did pretty good what you think i thought we did pretty good too you know for the first time i thought it it was good you know what i'm saying this one's about to be special because it's the first one and um I'm glad that we finally did this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so we finally got here and we did it. You know, we hope that uh, the people that are watching this enjoy the content. Definitely tune in. Just, you know, what's the word? Like, basically just uh, appreciate this moment right here because, like, from here, this is just the beginning, you know what I'm saying? And obviously we want to, you know, grow and be better, you know what I'm saying? We want to branch off. We want to, you know, have this build a foundation. That's all on you. <laughs> you already know. That's all. Now I like dollars, I like diamonds, I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm stunning.